episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, How's your hangover doing? Well, my hangover, you know, here's the thing. We are recording this <laughs> the day that we recorded the Bachelorette episode. Yeah, Jess always switches up the episode, but I'm all, I mean, the outfit, but I'm always I tr- in the you same know, outfit. Just, just for the YouTube, for the thumbnail, so mm-hmm. it's not confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hangover, actually, I feel a lot better now. Good. I feel much better. I feel like talking about the Bachelorette released you got to purge. some of those toxins yeah, from yeah, my yeah, body yeah, yeah, and those yeah. two glasses of wine. I'm not feeling them so much anymore. Well, so. I'm excited for our guest today because... Um, and we'll get into into it in a minute of sort of how you guys connected. But mm-hmm. our, I don't know. I kind of want. I don't want to botch it. How? Let's. I'd love to just have you introduce like who you are and what you do. Would be amazing. Yes, it's Jess. Jessica Stone. Hello. Thank Hello, you Jess. so much. Okay. So yeah. I mean, I think we always botch our own entries as well. <laughs> but let's see. What do I do here? I um. You know. I guess people how they describe me in an elevator pitch would be. Oh, she does energy work. She's a channel. Okay. Um, I would hold to that title as well. I, um, you know, people categorize it under mediumship, psychic work. Um, I do energy work for the physical body, which a lot of people describe as Reiki. I mm-hmm. teach in it. Um, I do retreats everywhere. And I wrote uh, a tarot deck and book. And I'm also certified through Harvard to do psychedelic assisted therapies. Oh, cool. Wow. So um, pretty much all things, you know, if I were to say there was someone who kind of dedicates their life to, you know, I guess like physical fitness, I would be of like energetic, you know, wellness. That would be the place that I would categorize energetic personal training exactly (laughs) physical therapy you know or like there's the mental the physical and then the spiritual so um, that's kind of where I land at cool yeah and I've I've taken I guess an approach with it my background is in the clothing industry Um, I've done this type of work personally since I mean as far back as I can remember and we can get into the weirdness of it of, yeah. you know I even remember my older brother being born so on um, this place of like okay wait how does that work mm-hmm. um it was just something where I think some people are good at basketball naturally this was just my place um I think in the world but I never thought I would uh do this professionally or I guess come out about it because it is um it is alternative and I right. uh, you know I grew up in Texas like I, I'm a big fan of church. Like I, you know, I, there's a lot of like levels of like, Oh, where does this land? Um, and I also like, like to get Botox and I like, <laughs> you know, we're all multifaceted. Where do we land here? But, um, you know, it kind of, I guess, uh, just happened on its own. And so the way I took it was the same way I like, you know, approach the fashion industry was just building a business out of it and mm. making it marketable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm not Mother Teresa. I, you know, I charge and I, you know, I'm a big fan of energy exchange and boundaries and um, really like making the most of life. So that's kind of where I've taken my business and, you know, I've, I've had a lot of cool opportunities through it. Um, and, but yeah, I do, I, I do the weird stuff in life, I guess. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so I kind of want to hear about your foray into making it a professional thing. I mean, like you said, I think there's a lot of background of you realizing that you had this sort of power to work with. But like, when did you get to the place where you were marketing yourself as someone Mm -hmm. who does this? Yeah. Um, Like I said, I was doing, you know, if 
we were drunk at a party, I'd be like, tarot for everybody. You right. know, that was like, <laughs> sure. you know, that person. But, um, God, Jess I and love I would, that. Yeah, Jess I and I would be like, I'd be gravitating okay, to you. I'm like, like Sasha, please, please get a boyfriend. Tarot. You get a boyfriend. I don't like, you know, just sloppy tarot. Um, but basically, it stemmed from this place where, um, I was at a place where I ended up um, getting married. I had two young children. And that relationship, um, for whatever it was, was coming to an end, you know, Mm -hmm. and whether we, you know, I guess gracefully do it or not, the situation I was in was it had turned into this place where um, I was just at home with the kids at that time. And without access, I guess, to my own financial means. Right. And um, when, you know, the, I guess, place of wanting to get into recreating business world without, you know, having to drive up to LA for the fashion industry, I was like, you know, this is my other love is, you know, energy work, working with people. Um, It was basically, I'm going to divorce you if you tell anybody you actually do that. And, um, you know, for me, honestly, it was like, okay, cool. Um, so I ended up... Was that up, like a church-associated thing? No, or like just, a, um, I think, you know, it's, it was a, you know, it was the relationship probably not for me. I'm yeah, very much sure. a <laughs> Clearly. loud, expressive person. And I think certain dynamics really like the, you know, strong masculine, you know, more submissive wife. Some people like equal, some people love the strong sure, sure, woman. Sure. You know, so for that place, um, it was just me trying to fit into a role that... Um, wasn't me. Yeah. And so I ended up selling my car and, um, you know, and I would like threaten the universe. I'd be like, if you screw this up once, like (laughs) never doing this again, because you know, these, these, um, pretty cool things were coming my way, you know, like pretty quickly. Okay. Um, and so in terms of opportunities, like opportunity. And so I, I sold my car and lived off that until, um, you know, my business took off on its own and I haven't looked back since. And that was probably five years ago. So definitely one of those leap of faith moments, definitely one of those things where, I mean, if you believe in listening to higher source, it was like, do this, we've got you. Mm -hmm. And it really set me up for this place of like, holy smokes. Like if you do listen to your intuition, if you do uh, fully trust in it as bizarre, as weird as it sounds. And it could be on starting a new business or, you know, leaving a relationship or, you know, just how you express yourself. It cannot fail, yeah. you know? So, um, I got to experience that, I guess, cycle of leap of faith and, um, it really just worked out further and further. And so here I am today. Wow. So yeah, that was a transition point. It was, um, it was a full commitment. It wasn't a dabbling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so how did you guys, I mean, I know that there's background, but you guys got connected well, through a, a mutual this friend. This is yes? our first time meeting today, yes. but I reached out to Jessica because I have I've been hearing her name quite a lot recently in my group of friends because um, I'll just say this. I know numerous dear friends who have started to work with Jessica who have had like unbelievable life shifts wow. like just knowing them so well and for so many years just um since they started working with you it's been like these realizations stepping into their power peace and these are people I've known for like a really long time so you can see when there's like a big 
transformation. Yeah. And so I wanted to reach out to you because I'm like, oh my goodness, every time I'm, I'm getting together with these friends, I'm seeing them stepping into their, their power. I'm seeing them feel like fully realized in these ways. And the name that keeps coming up is Jessica. And so I'm like, I need to reach out to you because I'm like, this is just such a gift. And I'm so thankful to see how you've been there for my friends in Aww. such an incredible mm. way. Like that's been yeah. a gift for me to just observe that. What and, do you, Oh, go ahead. No. And how, you know, and it's like, that's, you know, to maybe give a little bit of, because I never actually get to sit in this position of like, how does it actually work? You mm, know, right. like to talk about, I'm like, sure. even telling like, how did I get here? I'm like, Oh, I guess that's how, but, um, when, you know, when I'm working with somebody and doing energy work or, and there's all the modalities like breath work, um, you know, like manifesting all those places that um, are tools. Mm -hmm. But um, basically everybody has, you know, electric magnetic field to them um, that defines if something's living or not, you know, just in science. Right. Um, but when you go further into it, everybody actually has a database that you can actually, just like if I were to say like, oh, Jess, she's a cool girl. You'd probably agree and be like, yes, you know, some reason you imprint you that agree? on us. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you might know her too well. <laughs> <laughs> From what I've observed so far, yeah. she can only drink two glasses of wine. But so we all have, um, you know, whether we all realize, realize it or not, we're all using intuition in every moment, you know, mm, sure. of whether, you know, you're single at the bar and you're like, yes. No. Yes. Um, to what we eat. So um, if you really start to train that place and you really start to actually understand it and, you know, not to get geeky, but it's a bit mathematical. We actually all have a pattern. We all have a code to us. Um, and once you start to learn that nonverbal language mm -hmm. that we can all sometimes have those like aha moments and you're like, I, it totally makes sense. And you lose it in a second mm -hmm. um, to hold that higher frequency longer and actually start to learn you know, again, it's like, um, it's a second language. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, that is how, you know, I work with people is tapping into that coding and kind of seeing like, okay, this is, you know, and it's not that like I'm a fortune teller. Um, it's like, this is what you're creating. This is what's created it. And in that, you know, there's certain symbolism and information just like A-E-I-O-U yeah. um, that says different things like, oh, you're in the wrong job, you know, or like, hey, I can see you just want to exercise more. It could be, you know, large or small. Um, you can start to help decipher in that way. Um, we all have free will, though. We all can do whatever we want. Um, but I usually find when people go against um, their best interests, yeah. mm -hmm. that's when things don't align you know and mm -hmm. i think or when they're using their rational brain to say this brain. does align with my best interests but yeah the, the, on paper right mm -hmm. but yeah. something's not resonating and our brain is meant to you know it's a caveman brain it's meant to keep us alive yeah. so it will do whatever we did yesterday it will do whatever our parents our teachers um you know whatever we got um programmed for at a young age because we are still living so to actually change would go against our biology because then there's risk of death to the caveman braid, but actually we're living in a day and age where pretty much um, things are pretty cushioned, you know? Yeah. So we have this opportunity right now to actually break away from, you know, these patterns and create completely different, you know, life. Hmm. So, um, you know, I've been fortunate enough to, whether I position myself there or, um, you know, it, 
what came first, the chicken or the egg, um, to be able to hopefully teach these people how to connect into these patterns, Mm -hmm. you know, through a session. And then once you start to understand it, it really becomes easy. And that's when you're like, oh, I can totally tell my future. I can totally start slowing down actual time. Um, I can really start maneuvering. And you start to see pretty much everything is this pretty simple place to understand of life. It doesn't make life easy. doesn't make challenges (laughs) not happen, but it makes it very easy to um, decipher, I guess. Well, that's what it's interesting because I was going to ask, um, I was going to say like, would you attribute those shifts in those people's lives to them getting more in touch with their intuition? I was going to ask that and then you kind of answered that question already. And am I just a symbolism of that moment in time where they were ready to Mm. face it within themselves and I'm just the, you know, everything needs to be witnessed in life. I think that is, you know, so important, you know, and so am I just witnessing something that they're bringing about in their self? You mm-hmm. know, I think it's a big combination of a lot of things or is everything perfectly um, by design? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a funny story about you. Um, so <laughs> I do believe that like everything like beyond just uh, the moments of, you know, these serendipitous moments, um, we once you start to realize you're coding too, you can't really escape your patterns. You'll start to have weird, like, wait, you know that person or you know that. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you used to climb at Cinder One? Yeah, Uh uh-huh. So uh, this one time climbing. (sighs) Small world. I'm a big (laughs) climbing person. Oh, really? Yeah. um, This was years and years ago. I mean, probably nine years ago at least. That's Yeah, because I, yeah. Um, so with that, I'm like nine ish, um, maybe a little less. I didn't move to orange. I moved to orange County. I started going to UC Irvine when I was, it was in fall 2013. And I really yeah. started climbing at Sender a lot, like probably end of 2014. Yeah. This so yeah. that makes sense. Yeah yeah. 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 So I remember seeing you, we never spoke, but I was like, I feel like I know her. And then, so I always uh. have these weird moments where you, and I'm like, I obviously didn't know you. Yeah. Um, and you were on The Bachelor, right? You weren't on that yet, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah, it wouldn't be anything of like just public mm-hmm. knowledge. Um, so in that moment, then I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here. And it's like, oh, now Whoa, I know. You know, so these weird trippy. moments where oh, another so one trippy. where there was like a celebrity years ago where um, someone mentioned I'd be working with them. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then, you know, there was a few other I'm not going to get into the boring details, but you know, a few months ago I'm like sitting in front of her and I'm like, it's so interesting how you start to see like, Oh, if you lean into like these places and these sensations, you're like, Oh, my world's not that big and everything's pretty lined Mm, up. What a trip. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, if you want to come climbing, my boyfriend owns a climbing gym in Long Beach. Long Beach rising. I've never been. Well, you should come check it out. Um, yes. It's great. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, that's crazy, though. Yeah. And so, wow. I mean, I've just been realizing lately, like, I feel like I've always been maybe not cognitively aware that I'm in touch with my intuition, but I've always been like, okay, this is like what I should do. This is what I should not do. I need to stop that. Do this, you know, do that. Um, And just recently I've definitely noticed areas more. I can pinpoint certain moments where I'm like, I was telling myself like not to do that. And then my rational brain, I was like, whatever, it's fine. Like everything's falling in line in this area. Just go for it. And then now, you know, six months later, I'm like, 
oh my God, I wish I had just listened yeah. to myself and like pumped the brakes on that, you know? Yeah, but it's risky. And you're like, what's going to so come of this? Mm-hmm. And what comes of everything? I mean, there's always, you know, a reaction of course. Um, to anything. But uh, when you start being like, okay, you know how electricity works and technically we're electricity um, with gravity and squishies, um, you know, is it follows the path of least resistance. An electrician could tell you, tell you this. So we either fall into laziness Mm-hmm. because that's the path least resistance or we completely and totally get to know ourselves like our true true self mm. what is that place and lean into it and that is equally as easy uh-huh. is mm-hmm. like it falls into place because you're flowing you're in flow and um you know just going back to the whole like idea of like okay if you can break it back into not being woo woo and actually like how we just function in this universe is like it's pretty much you know, again, like when you probably talk to friends, it's like, okay, here, just get over like two degrees. It doesn't mean you have to abandon your life. Sometimes it does. Right. Um, and watch how it's just like, oh, there I am, you know, and things become, I don't want to say easy because again, I do believe life is really hard, yeah. um, but it becomes uh, understandable and you're not confused. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, like the term easy. I'm like, I think about the times when I'm like, I struggle with fear a lot and the fear being like to listen to my rational brain. I think a lot of it has to do with, I was raised with very much like um, type A, like you have to do this A, B, C, D with my parents. And I'm very like emotive and emotional. And that was never looked upon as like, a positive thing so I feel like I knew what I should do but then I'm like no 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 I'm there's not there's also a lot of that. fears passed down from them because they're very fearful yeah, too and it's like so, that was also so inherited <laughs> when I first got married to Evan and I he would like hear my fears he's like what is all of this uh-huh. like there's so much to just random but I'm like well my mom and dad used to you know whatever um but the few times in my life where I feel like I really stepped into that intuition and not listening to the rational brain listening to like what I knew there were times when it it like technically was like even harder, but I felt at peace. So even though it was so hard, when you say like easy, it was like, no, it was so tough, but, and, and the path was difficult, but I felt a different sense, lessened anxiety perhaps, because yeah. I knew that I was like, though this feels like what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not pushing against Yeah, that. and there's a bit of peace in it. Yeah. And even back to what you were saying of like, oh, my intuition told me that six months down the road, wait, why am I here? Mm. It still doesn't make it easier. You still have to face stuff, but then it's like, yeah. oh, I'm so discombobulated as I face it when it's like, I should have just done it as like a moving unit when but, it uh, felt right. Yeah, but also it's like, maybe I ignored my intuition and maybe I learned that lesson with this thing instead of this thing yeah. in the future, right? Always, <laughs> always. always. There's, that's the other thing too, is it always comes back around. It always comes back around. And so... The great thing I say to anybody is even if you're completely lost or like, you know, blowing it, like you get to wake up tomorrow, most likely, and do it again. Begin again. Yeah. So, you know, whenever you want to get off the hamster wheel, but we start, I think, having anxiety and like stress when it's like it's gone on too long. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, my gosh, if I don't act upon this. And I think right now, because of, you know, iPhone being able to access things, I'm sure when all of us were kids, we had to, you know, things move slower in the sense of like even getting on the internet. Oh yeah. Um, so our up. brain um, is almost demanding us to use our intuition because it's, you know, 
it's moving. It has to, you know, when you type in something into yeah, Amazon, too much it rational info, yeah, into you know a satellite and back down within one second. I don't know, probably less than that. So it's like our brain is not going. That's what we expect. And so I think this cool time is happening where it's like there's no other choice but intuition at this point and but following truth because we've now trained the brain to be that ADD, yeah. you know. Um, and the places that, you know, you have the fears, the childhood stuff. Um, when I talk about channeling, you're just channeling those places. So people are like, I don't know how to channel. How do I channel these higher frequencies? Mm. So you're either channeling what literally a billboard told you of what makeup to wear or, um, what your parents told you of like what to, you know, do not do what you should be afraid of. Mm -hmm. Um, and that frequency, you know, is at a bit lower frequency, anything in the gravitational pull. Um, but when you tap out of that and like use soul first or, you know, energy first before using the physical body, um, it's again, working at a much higher frequency. Mm -hmm. So these fear places, um, you can basically step into and face, you know, and once you do that, it's like, oh, wait, like the brain's like, I'm much comfier here mm -hmm. instead of kind of driving itself bonkers mm -hmm. being in like old, basically channels. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. It's very interesting. Can you do like a, like a mini <laughs> session for each of us during this episode? For sure. Oh my God. That's, let's that's think of like, yeah, let's think of how, what would be the most ideal situation to do. Um, and we can do it now or we can do it like later. But um, yeah, let's do yeah, it. Whatever you're comfortable yeah. with. We need healing, <laughs> Jessica. Needs help. Jessica, help us. Help, please. <laughs> I'm trying to, but I'm like, I need something like entertainment worthy. I'm like, what can we? No, like, no, 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 no. Just, just focus on us. Okay, okay, we, just cool. want, we just want you to heal us in about, uh, can you do like, can you heal us in 55 minutes? Is that be sufficient yeah. to work through all our problems? And what we can do here. Um, so, you know, and how you set up for a session is basically because when you are in, um, we usually drop into a theta state. So we'll have to like take a moment to like drop in okay, further. Sure. Um, and then at that point, um, you know, you can read on energy, if that makes sense. So um, as long as that's fi fine, you can edit out us having to be quiet for a second. Who gives a fuck about the entertainment? This is about <laughs> this me. This me. <laughs> actually, we brought you here. Yeah, definitely. So okay. why don't you guys both, um, why, why don't we all uncross legs? Um, and the reason you want to drop into a bit of a meditative state, an altered state, is um, just for the fact that, um, you know, it drops you into a theta state, which actually allows the subconscious, the more energized body to function instead of rational brain. Mm. So just close your eyes, get centered. And just feel where your body's at right now. Feel your physical self. Not trying to shift it. Just be in it and take a deep breath into the frequency that your body's giving off, even if you can't decipher it. So just take a deep breath into the lungs. Okay, Broad. So as Jessica gets us into that meditative state, uh, let's, let's us just chat for a second here. When you're eating good, you feel good, right? The correlation is pretty dang obvious, but you know what else is pretty dang obvious? Not everyone has the time to grocery shop, meal prep, or spend an hour cooking up something healthy to eat each night. It's just not realistic for everyone all the time, or even some of the time. But 
If you let Green Chef give you a hand, it can be. Green Chef makes eating well easy with meal plans designed to fit every lifestyle from vegan to vegetarian to gluten-free and more. Okay, if you're a regular listener to the show, you've probably also heard us rave about another meal kit delivery service, HelloFresh. And guys, we're not playing fast and loose with our recommendations. (laughs) No, no, no. Green Chef is actually owned by HelloFresh. So it's the same concept, it's just a little different, and we like to use them both because it's just more variety, and each brand offers delicious options, and it's fun to switch back and forth between the two depending on what you're looking for. So each week, Green Chef offers 24 recipes for you to choose from that feature wild-caught proteins, organic produce, and are full of other fresh flavors. You'll pick what looks good to you, and then Green Chef will deliver your pre-portioned, partially prepared ingredients right to your door. Uh, By the way, for the first time ever, for a limited time, they're offering Farm Fresh Selects, a premium collection of farm fresh flavors to elevate your summer evenings. Recipes include, okay, the chimichurri beef and summer veggie salad, which I just had. Oh my goodness, it is so good. Also the lemon butter salmon and summer succotash. That sounds delicious. Beef tenderloin and garden couscous salad. Yum, yum, yum. Cooking with Green Chef is super easy on top of it all and convenient. And they're the only meal kit that offsets 100% of their carbon footprint as well as 100% of their plastic footprint in every box. Green Chef meals are better for you and better for the planet. So go to greenchef.com slash chatty135 and use code chatty135. You'll get $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships free. So that's $135 across five boxes and your first box ships free at greenchef.com slash chatty135 when you use code chatty135. So I've perfected the art of gift giving. I'd like to think, (laughs) I'd like to say so, okay? And listen, you're in luck because I'm about to tell you exactly how to give the perfect gift just as we are smack dab in the middle of summer wedding season. How fantastic. Broad Squad, I'm telling you, you can never, ever go wrong with a framed photo. It's sentimental. It's simple. It's unique. It's thoughtful. It's beautiful. I have never received a framed photo that I didn't love, and I've never given a framed photo that wasn't a huge hit. Framebridge, oh my gosh. It is my go-to for preserving those special memories. I've talked about it a million times. It's easier and more affordable than uh, going to a, a place, you know, one of the framing places to frame your favorite things, and you never have to leave the house. I've always talked about this, but like, there have been times where I've been hanging out with family members. I take a photo. I literally order it to get framed on Framebridge and show up in, at their door in like three days. It's awesome. Also, the gallery wall options they have are incredible. Also, a great gift for weddings coming up. Um, you can get art prints done, posters. You can Framebridge just about anything. All you have to do is go to framebridge.com to upload your photo, or you can send in your physical item if you rather, and they usually send you actually like the packaging that you need to send in your thing. And then you can view your items online in dozens of frame styles or gallery wall layouts. Choose what you like best, and then the experts at Framebridge will get to work custom framing your item and deliver your finished piece directly to you, ready to hang. 
so simple. Having a piece custom framed at a framing store can get super pricey, but with Framebridge, prices start at just $39 and the shipping is even free. It's incredible. Get started today. You can frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Just go to framebridge.com, use promo code chattybroads. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code chattybroads. That's framebridge.com, promo code chattybroads. Okay. Jessica has officially gotten us into a meditative state, so let's hop back in. And just take one more deep breath. Breathing everything out of your lungs, coming back into this space. You can blink the eyes. Okay, and then we'll go into... Okay, Jess, we'll go into you first. Um your place, even though it's like, obviously you're speaking so eloquently here in this space. Um, you're obviously very verbally talented. Um, you, you are, um, a bit, you, you're a bit intelligent with your word in the sense of it is delayed slightly. So you're intuitive. So you read what someone needs and then imagine like you adjust it and tune into their dial and um, can nail, like matching their energy. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so where I would recommend you like to kind of practice is really slowing down. Actually, not right now because we have to be on this podcast. <laughs> but slowing down, um, actually responding, even if you look a little strange. Mm. Um, and watch, just observe that happen where you go zoop. And then allow it to pass and then come back to self and start noticing the difference between um, what you're actually like expressing out than just being able to so fine-tunely, intuitively like read people. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just a little quick imprint. I mean, I could go on and on and on. But um, And then another place I would, I mean, another place I would... Uh, play with you is your sacral your creative space um it is basically where you function from so you 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 function more from verbal you've you've i guess gotten to a place in your life where you're functioning from verbal but your actual place is creative which isn't it's a non-verbal it's Mm -hmm. not like you know psychedelic talk but it's um it's creative talk so tapping into that place of being like okay whoa i'm you know, that flow kind of natural place, um, mm-hmm. working it from there. Okay. Um, because that's like a place that is, I guess, healthy control for you. So mm. that's a tidbit I got. So not trying to not <laughs> yeah. be in control, healthy control. Mm. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right now it's uh, control from, it's just a little bit like, again, discombobulated. But um but yeah, the biggest thing is like, watch how you're gonna be like, whoa, I'm able to read people really quickly, but why am I going? It's like almost like being able to shape shift when it's like, let it pass and then come back into you. So it's you, you know, until you can get like a quicker delayed reaction. Right. Yeah. To pause. Instead of the immediate mirroring is kind of yeah, what you're you saying. Yeah, you have, and it's like a really good. Because we were just talking about this. Yeah, because like with um, human design, like I'm a reflector. Okay. And so I think exactly what you're talking about where it's like that, it's like mirror back right away. Like, and I do it and I don't pause. I feel it and I'm just like. Yeah. 
and then you can get because your your expression would be actually slower. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of those places of like, okay, I actually need to be in a slower world. When it speeds up is when I'm working fully on intuition, and your that would make sense if you're. I don't know too much about. Um, actually, I meet your friend Jenna yeah. has taught me the most about human design. <laughs> but um, you know, if it is what I'm envisioning, like, yes. reflecting back, yes, um, then it would be like I guess. It just depends like where you, there's places you want to use it and there's places where you're like, okay, if I want to be fully in my power, mm-hmm. like to actually live in a slower environment. I mean, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. It's, that's a, that is one of the biggest things that I do against my intuition is yeah. like force myself to try to like be in a swift pace and like my nervous energy when I'm not, when I'm anxious or nervous, I do everything quickly yeah. Um, and that's, I don't feel at home there. I feel yeah. at home in like kind of like the off social media. Yeah. So that's like, if you could like get away and actually if you ever have like a big project, knowing you need to like get away okay. from like the world is actually like a good way for you to be like, oh yeah, there I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with the throat and then the sacral, is it like I'm, I'm, leading with the throat instead of the sacral and it needs to be so uh, yeah your ideal place would be leading from sacral creative um Mm -hmm. it would be it's a place of control so not being like i'm gonna be out of control you're actually going to live a very controlled you know so kind of don't beat yourself up about being like oh i like to know what's going on okay um but it (laughs) needs to match who you are yeah and then the throat place is just where it's like um you could easily you know i guess my goal was to be like oh how you can tap into your intuition um, would be like, oh, you're going to realize how intuitive you are and how you your superpower is like being able to, you know, completely go, I can't name it, but I can feel their frequency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think it also yeah. just goes in line with like, I think that that's validation that you've also been following your intuition because some of the just stuff we, that we've talked about of you setting boundaries or even just getting to know yourself better and being like, I'm not the person who like, says this or does this Mm -hmm. and like making peace with that I think and also just being like and I don't want to talk about like this I think that that's like you're following that we we talk about a lot so like obviously with the podcast when we're talking about like pop culture you know you want to be quick to respond because the news is coming in and yeah, or not even not pop culture, just anything, the happenings, yeah, the of, happenings the of the world. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Becca's really gifted at being able to like tap into that quickly. And for me, a lot of times it's always such a unique space in a podcast where you have to be ready quickly because often I'm like, I'm not ready to talk about it. And it's not yeah. that I don't feel a certain way. It's just that I'm not in a space. It doesn't feel healthy to like go there yet or like reveal that as I'm still processing certain things. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then for you, follow you. (laughs) Um, Okay. So let me think of how to say this. Uh, What it looks like was a bird in a cage. Um, You need to keep your like, uh, you need to stay open or else basically see it as like, uh, you know, if you want to call it like, if you want to get like weird and woo woo, uh, like, star children or people that are here to move our world forward. Um, I hope to see you. My wish for you on this earth is for you to really push it, to make sure 
that you, you know, when you're 90 years old on your deathbed is to really be like, okay, I, you know, like maximize this potential um, because it's your frequency is like, um, how do, it's like a, you're having a intuitive experience before your human experience. You're having a human experience. So you're here to learn these like karmic lessons and learn and grow. You're here to basically implant onto this earth. So um, it's like important for you to be like, um, you know, in, in life, no matter what, we start making um, contracts with all sorts of different places. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be very conscious of your contracts, mm. because your only contract is to, I guess, higher purpose or self or, you know, um, what, and see it as like kind of, um, you know, injecting this energy onto this earth. So it doesn't matter whether it's a podcast, doesn't matter if you want to open a plant store um, or, you know, so shoes. It's not that like, oh, you have to go be something. It's literally um, kind of seeing it as people keeping the energy of the earth moving forward. So just to keep that in mind, and I would say right now to kind of dissolve a lot of contracts Mm. and start again Mm -hmm. because it's getting caged and that's Mm -hmm. not bad. It's like a rad cage. You know, yeah. Um, so, and then I would just like. I know it's a good cage. Everyone was like, yeah. "Why would you want to leave the cage?" Yeah, and that's the thing is like, it's not a bad cage, and stay there as long as you it's want. A really posh cage, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and be like, wait, why don't I then like put a new cage over my cage or whatever? You know, like get creative. Be like, okay, I don't want to totally be doing that or that, but I would like sort through life and be like, where am I contracted that needs to dissolve to just keep it moving forward. Mm-hmm. Because it's a very weird sensation for you when it gets too cagey. Um, and what was the other thing? There was another thing. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. Hold on, it'll come to me. Um, what was it? It was important. And now you're never going to know. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that was it. Uh, the bird medicine. Start um, asking for bird medicine. Bird medicine. Yeah, and just see what comes to you. That it's in like however that looks for you, but that was like the message in it. So, yeah, that's weird because I just had a really like, it, oh, this is actually like I'm like it's connecting. Well, okay, this sounds really dumb because like anyone watching is just like, oh, this is like a goofy moment. Yeah, um, I was posting about how my my our cat killed this bird, like snapped its neck in front of us, whatever, as cats do, and brought it to us and. You know, I was going to throw it away. And then I was telling my daughter like, oh, just like, you know, you can touch it. You can pick it up if you want. And um, so she's three and a half. So she was like playing okay. with it. And it was kind of funny because she was like carrying around with her everywhere, like put, trying to put it in toy cars and stuff like that. I'm, like playing like, music dumb for it. Yes, it, 100% <laughs> like that. 100% okay. like that. That's what it's everyone totally was bringing up. So I was just posting about it on Instagram. And of course, and what was so interesting and it felt like a reflection of just like my presence on the internet and life in general there were like two completely Mm. different reactions Mm. there were people who are like what the fuck and who were like really upset and like deeply disturbed and then there was the other half of people that are like this is hilarious i love this or like i used to do that all the time as a kid and like eventually what we did was we made a little box for the bird and then we ended up like burying it and whatever and um, and then there was other people who were just like, 
I really like that you're like teaching your daughter not to be a scared to not to be scared of death and to like mm-hmm. and to like honor animals and like all this kind of thing. And it was just so to see those two like completely different responses was yeah. like very weighty for me and felt very like reflective of a lot of my experiences in the world where I was like wow like this is hitting people in two different places either like total disgust or like yeah. total embrace and the moment of us actually like um like bearing the burden everything was actually like really emotional for me. yeah and just like Lately, I've had such like stress and anxiety and I hate operating. I mean, who fucking likes operating from stress and anxiety? Nobody likes being in that space, but like, it's so wrong for me. Mm -hmm. Like, that fear and that stress, like waking up in the morning with that is like so wrong and so not right for me. And... Yesterday, I was just processing with my therapist and being like, whoa, like I've always been taught that grief is channeled through depression and tears and emotional displays or anger. And I was like, so much of like so much grief I have to process Mm. is being held in this anxiety and and stress. It's just a distraction. Like it's distracting me from myself and keeping me from myself Mm -hmm. and like keeping me from um experiencing things in the way that I need to experience and process them in in whatever way that looks. And so I don't know that just like definitely, um, I don't know, like it just lately I'm like, what do I need to add or subtract? You know, like I've been grappling with that so much. Like I would, uh, so like the, I guess, environmental energy, I would sit with that question and let it show up for you. Cause the cool thing is we always think we have to, you know, when it's like, uh, you know, when we're trying to do our hair and we do it too much, it's just like, maybe just like chill yeah. <laughs> um, is start asking that question, but let it reveal, let it reveal. Like mm-hmm. instead of trying to logically find answer the answer, yeah. usually everything shows up for us. Mm-hmm. And those are the small places of just like, Oh, life can be easy while it's hard. Um, and like realize that kind of peak energy will happen um, about like November for it to be like, Oh, rebirth time. Mm. Now the worst thing that could happen is you completely seeing all the signs and ignoring it. Mm. And then, um, kind of, uh, when we, when we go through more, um, environmental, like, you know how it is, like how the seasons, how birds know to nest. I don't know when they know to bird or to migrate, bears, yeah, whatever. Hibernate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- that's right. At least. Right. <laughs> um, you know, so realizing those natural cycles. So just kind of be like, okay, I want to have clarity by November. I want to then mourn through the winter and then spring is rebirth. Mm. So kind of be like, okay, I can actually work through this natural process. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to get on top of it. Right. It's like, I'm trying to create answers for myself mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. realizing it's premature also because I don't, I'm not getting the answers. Right. Mm. I'm throwing things yeah. at the wall and they're not sticking. And you're probably ignoring That's the powerful. answers. Cause you're like, that's the answer. That's it. When it's yeah. like, okay, hold on. Yeah. Let me just keep letting it show up. And you don't even need to sit and journal like about it or like try to meditate on it. Just literally be like, Oh yeah, here it is. Mm. And then act upon it. Mm. Mm. And your, I mean, your energy, you're in flow. So kind of see it as like you make things harder for self. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But you're in flow. Does that make sense? You like, you're going to rebirth again. Mm. You're like in a flow state. We're kind of like, okay, things are kind of going to be the way they are. I could just not 
make it so tragic on myself, you know? <sighs> yeah, it's so funny. We talk about that a lot because, you know, as like obviously as business partners and we see each other every single week, we are like on this journey, like life journey together in so many yeah. ways. And we have so many things that are similar but sometimes like when we don't understand each other, I think it's because of that where it's like you had like she's so specifically like we, everything you were saying. It's like we just, just as your friend. Yeah, it rings day. so true. And 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 is that that caged bird thing? And I am catching myself constantly making it tragic for myself hmm. constantly, like knowing when I need to step away knowing when I need to be present for someone um, or when I need to have boundaries. And I just like, will just ignore that a lot instead of like letting myself just be in that flow state. Yeah. And when you were talking to, when you were like having us kind of go into theta, like the release of the expectations from the outside is a big thing. Yeah. For sure. Hmm. For sure. So I guess like I, something I'm just struggling with right now in life is just like a lot of confusion, like, mm. and I, and I'd like to get your insight on this. Cause like I've been experiencing a lot of confusion and I'm not really used to that. Yeah. I don't like normally feel confused about like my path. Cause yeah, things usually like fall, like fall. I've just, been sort of like picking up each piece as it is in front of me. Yeah. Do you know your human design? I would assume things have to come to you. Well, I certainly don't want to do the work to like, make you're, you're not a salesman. <laughs> I don't even know if that's right. Yeah, someone's going to like be like, what are you talking about? Because I'm like, you know, like I'm a, like human design people know about, but energetically it's the same thing as certain people. Um, It's like, gut-wrenching to have to be like salesy yeah. um, where life comes to you and then whatever goes boom you're like that's me right. you know so it's just off of being response <laughs> don't want to have to try like I, I'm yeah. definitely like, I'm the ideas person I'm like don't make don't have me be the one to like I mean I can make it happen but like I don't want to be the person on the ground like doing the thing you know yeah, like I need to be like orchestrating to you'll spend a lot of time like not <laughs> doing something procrastinating if you didn't know that, like some people cannot do things. Some people simply like, again, you're here. Think of it. You're here to implant, inject. You don't want to actually like. There are so many like, yeah, things. I'm you, like, I can't. No, like I can't. Yeah. I can't. So it's a, it's a, not a waste of time. And hopefully, you know, we all would be in a place where we either have support to execute, but you implant and then you're like, and now yeah. you go execute. And if you're out of that uh, wavelength, um, then it just takes a lot longer. Mm. you know technically we can all do anything but it's like painstakingly usually slow when we're out of character yeah. mm -hmm. um but i guess yeah advice for you on this place is i would assume just how your energy rotating from higher frequency is you're being asked now to uh it, it's it's got to be bigger does that make sense and so mm. it's it's got to be bigger and in that place, um, you know, there's all these studies on, you know, where we max out. Um, and so, 
you know, with it is like, I would recommend like maybe getting a little weirder, getting a little more abstract rather than trying to go bigger in the like workload, if that makes sense. Yeah. Is making it abstract because, um, what do you mean by that? Making it abstract. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, cause as I say, I'm like, does that resonate? Um, like right now you got this like, Ooh, the cage has happened. Um, but ugh, building a cage, like heck no, you just said it yourself. Yeah. Um, so you're like, oh, maybe I'm going to now learn how to, you know, flip a cage and let it balance on its little tip Uh and become a fish bird. Does that make sense? Is like, you're thinking too much how it's been. Mm. And, um, you know, usually, uh, first portion of our life, we are just simply showing up for a lot of, um, I guess like society from all from a root chakra, like society thinks we need to get off our checklist. Mm -hmm. And then um, once we see that, we're like, okay, I'm not satisfied. Now I need to go into completely um, building new world. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, just like, you know, generations in the past were saying like, okay, you know, women don't want to stay at home. We're going to change it. Right. Or, you know, you go on and on. It's it's about basically building new worlds. Does that yeah. make sense? So um, just going abstract in your thought, going abstract in um, kind of your creation of what you want to do next. Yeah. And I hope I'm explaining that well. It's like you don't want to again, like don't go workload, go like more, uh, just look at it a different way. Cause you've probably checked off a lot of your, again, even what your parents or traumas you've had to sure. see through and you're like, okay, whether I'm fully healed or not, that doesn't matter. Right. But, um, you know, you've, you've understood it. And I think that's why a lot of people, as it carries on, you know, you get to this point and I don't know how old you guys are, but through your thirties, um, it starts aching and you feel it. You know, there's this, like flame inside your chest, like where do I place that? And then, um, you know, you get into the forties, and most people have like midlife crisis, and um, you know, they don't have the tools to go. This was, you know, they go buy a red sports car instead of going. Wait a second, this is because you've checked off all these things. We have to. We go from utero to seven years old root chakra, sacral seven to fourteen, fourteen to twenty one, twenty one to twenty eight, twenty eight to thirty five. 35 to 42, 42 to 46. At that point, you know, you're going through all these, um, I guess, versions of who you are. Mm-hmm. And as you get to the higher chakras, uh, anything that you kind of like learned already usually doesn't um, have interest anymore. So it's going into more abstract thinking. Um, and I What hope did you I'm say not- 28 to 35 was? What did you say? Uh, let's see. So utero to seven, you're basically programming your root chakra, mm-hmm. meaning your tribe Meaning um, if you believe that you should go to college or you believe you should stay active, um, have healthy food, you're either, you know, you have these tribal um, basically programs you're working with. um, And then you move up to 7 to 14, which is more our Mm -hmm. self-expression. So you go into those years of like, I mean, what is that? Like, you know, it's kind of through middle school area where you're like social, how you, you know, fit in mm-hmm. into how the tribe to the world. Yeah. yeah. You're like, this is my tribe. Now, how do I fit into it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then you go into, and ideally you want to be, and you can think about this for your own kids. Like that's a time to really focus on their like own individual creative expression. Mm-hmm. Cause like, this is your time of, if that's your tribe, cool, be a contributing member, not a copycat to whatever, or else we're getting nowhere, you know? So be like, mm-hmm. stay in your individuality, stay in it. And then they can have that tool forever in a healthy manner. Then you go into, so 7, 14, 14 to 21. Um, solar plexus is basically um, how we like maneuver 
in the world and like think of it as again like how much energy we put like what we find like our worth Mm -hmm. in different places um you have a really strong solar plexus um meaning you have a lot of funds to give out so you fund a lot of places your energy is in a lot of different like when we are pulling energy back in it was like it's like girl like Okay. Every night you should be like calling your energy back in or like mm. taking an Epsom salt bath or salt scrub okay. or being like dancing in your backyard naked, whatever you have to do to like get your energy back in your body so you can rest with 100% of you in. Okay, because I'm putting fun. it out mm. to everything. You fund and you, you know, just kind of be like, oh, mm. it's not a big deal, but cycle it back in. You don't give your energy out as freely. No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck all of you. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's funny. That's like one way where we really contrast where it's like, yeah, that's I was just even reflecting on this the other day, just in terms of like our audience where Jess is like so involved with people and cares about them. And I'm like, I literally fuck all of you. Like, <laughs> I don't care. And like you care. Right, I, yeah. you care. And you don't care. And neither well, and or is bad or good. Well, and that's what's funny is when we have conversations and we've learned this about each other. But when we first started working together, there was this thing of where I was like, no, you need to care. And then you would be a little bit like, be honest, you don't care. Yeah. Be honest. And I'm like, no, I, I, I do. do care though. So like, so then we were trying to tell each other that instead of being like, oh no, like. Yeah. It's, it's something I deal with in my real life relationships too, where it's like someone I have history with, Jess, you know, like longtime friends. Well, sure. I will. You'll like, die the, for the people the, that Yeah, you love. it means so much to me. If I have like a new friend and things aren't working yeah. out and they're like, I want to process it and work it out. I'm like, I don't have time for yeah. that. You know, like move on. I'm moving on. And that's what makes it so cool because like we're all different. So right. it's just understanding, you know, understanding your flow. And, you know, so for you though, you need okay. to clear out energy. For you, you need to make sure you're not become like a disgruntled, like grumpy old man in your cage. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you did it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, And also I hold all of like, I hold any like anything that's like unsettled with me. I'm holding it all in my solar plexus. So it's maybe where then I get. you should connect with people and be like, I don't care about you. And guess what? I don't care about you. And guess <laughs> yeah. I don't, so you can, you know, Let them know. Uh, move the energy. Yeah. Cause it's like, I hold things like really, it's where I get like pain. You should too, eat like, a lot really of root pain that right use, like, cooked. Yeah. Yes. And I know that I've, it's funny cause I've done the, um, like Ayurvedic sort of types and mine is Bata which is like air and I'm also like all air signs okay but um in the, through Soul that like air baby. yeah through that like dosha or I think that's what they call it in Ayurvedic medicine like what they prescribe for me for my type energetic type is like hot teas cooked and you don't do raw things I'm supposed to do like cooked vegetables like yeah. soups like mm-hmm. warm like yeah warming things for like the kind of dryness like in my body and energy yeah okay broads one more quick pause so wine is meant to be enjoyed but if you've ever walked into a wine shop or even just the wine aisle of your regular old grocery store and felt like you had suddenly entered the twilight zone i've been there too you shouldn't need a degree to be able to pick out a decent bottle of wine but if you use the Jessica Ambrose and her 20s method of picking out a bottle, otherwise known as find the one with the cutest label and you might end up getting disappointed. Well, nowadays, I let First Leaf curate my wines and I have never been more satisfied with my selections. Um, First Leaf, whole new kind of wine club. They don't just randomly send you bottles of the month or bottles they think you might like. No. First Leaf, they actually get, they take time to know your taste. 
They find out what your current palate is, and then they they build you a freaking flavor profile that's based around it. So they they're sending you specifically curated boxes built exactly around your specifications. They're not just taking a shot in the dark. They're they're gonna figure out what you like and they're gonna send it to you. They sample over ten thousand wines a year from around the world. They hand select the finest bottles. They're already working with the best of the best. Oh, and by the way, if you get a wine that you don't love, First Leaf will credit you for another. It's that simple. They really trust their their process that much to they trust that they're going to get you a wine that you're going to love. Otherwise, they're going to credit you for another one. And honestly, one of the other big reasons that I love First Leaf so much is that they introduced me to wines I would have never picked up in the store in a million years. A lot of you know I'm a white wine kind of gal, but through First Leaf, I've been able to find some reds that I actually really, really enjoy. And of course, I've expanded my go-to list of white wines even further. First Leaf really never misses, and I'm always so excited to see what's in my next shipment. Sign up today. You'll get your first six bottles for $39.95, a freaking bargain, plus free shipping, because these are quality wines, guys. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash chatty to get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. Broads, let's talk about one of my favorite things. Undies. Okay, why is it one of my favorite things, you ask? Well, it didn't used to be, okay? They used to either bug me or I just... I didn't think about them, but since I started solely wearing me undies underwear, I have become so obsessed because me undies are so damn comfy. I mean, you've heard me talk about it a million times before. It's literally like putting your cheeks up against a cloud that was knit by the angels in heaven. It's unbelievable. And I am now, because of me undies, a firm believer because I've experienced this now, that comfort is key when we're talking about everyday base layers like bras, underwear, and socks. And the fact is that nobody does comfort better than MeUndies, okay? Let me tell you. Well, no detail has been overlooked in a pair of MeUndies, guys. They're the most comfortable things ever. They've got no roll, no roll waistbands. They've got flat lock stitching. They're super stretchy. They're soft, breathable, and they're ethically and sustainably sourced. What more could you want? I love MeUndies. They've got dozens of different styles to choose from. And you've got options. Like, they've got, they've got, okay, like their cheeky brief, for example, sizes extra small through 4XL. And, get this, 97 different colors and patterns. I didn't even know there were 97 color possibilities out there for underwear. And the MeUndies universe has expanded so far beyond just underwear now. They have bras and socks, like I mentioned earlier, but also do not skip over the loungewear selection on their website because it is so good. I would like to talk to you about their PJs. I am married officially to the PJs now. They're too good. They are too comfortable. I never want to get out of them. Uh, They even make goodies for your dog, which I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty tempted to get some for Ashley. We might need to make that actually happen. Maybe by the next episode, Ashley and I will be matching in our MeUndies haul. Okay? I can't say enough good things about this company. I've never been more comfortable. Thank you, MeUndies. And MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. So if you're a first-time purchaser, you're going to get 20% off and you're going to get free shipping and returns. So to get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 
a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash chatty. That's meundies.com slash chatty. And just like, I mean, again, like since the, if that's how you're processing, you can just be like, okay, cool. Like, I got to take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's always the hard part. I was like, oh no, I have the recipe. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every, again, like, uh, you know, electricity following the path of laziness. So it's like, okay, then where else can I go? Right. And yeah. I guess that's actually a good reminder in terms of like, like where, yeah, follow, what did you say? Did you say following the path of laziness just now? Following the path of least resistance. That's where. <laughs> I thought you just said laziness. Well, after. no, and then like, most people follow the path of mm, laziness um, yeah. out of, you know, again, it'll do it in your house electricity um we do it it's just um you know so again like i am firmly believe everybody is so highly intuitive i think we are intuitive beings and um we've simply like let the brain run the show which is an animal Mm -hmm. um because it's it's an electrical issue right (laughs) so if it's like okay i'm gonna let you be totally you i'm gonna let you be totally you and it's cool to even see your guys selves together because you are so different Mm -hmm. and like um you know to be able to be comfortably in a relationship like this and um expressing yourself i mean it's the it's a dream scenario to be like this is who i am completely Mm -hmm. um and i can't be exactly like you and you know to have like a self-love for everybody however they are you know yeah Mm -hmm. and if it doesn't work for you being comfortably like bye-bye yeah yeah i have sort of like do you mind if i go into kind of like specific stuff that's just i'm that's going on like i have the tendency to be like a scrap it like fuck it kind of person right where i'm just like i a perfect example i was just thinking of this as you were talking about uh, as you were saying this i was just thinking like in my house, when I'm having trouble keeping up on things, keeping things organized, keeping things like tidy the way I need it to be able to function, I'm like, all right, I need a weekend where I'm going to give away like half of everything because it's just like I just got to like clear it out, got to make way. But like if I could, what I would like literally do instead is I would be like, I'm just going to sell the house like with everything in it and just get a different one and like start over kind of is like always my impulse, you know, it's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, and I, it's like, I struggle sometimes with that. I'm like, I'm like, is this my, I, I don't think it's purely my rational brain. I think some of it is also like knowing myself and being like, but just wait, like you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Yeah. Like just chill a minute. And I guess I'm just having a hard time with that right now in my life because I have this impulse and I can't I can't decipher if it's an impulse or intuition to like be rid of everything, right? Like my career on Instagram, the podcast, the clothing line, the house, the like I my my impulse is to literally scrap all of it and like move somewhere else and yeah. like do something and just like start over. Um, but then I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I I'm just sure like, if you move somewhere else and start over, you would absolutely love it. Um, you know, and I also think, you know, where were you at when you decided to do a clothing line? Where were you at when you decided to buy a home? Where were you at when you decided to do a podcast? Pregnant, um, pregnant, pregnant. Where were you at? You know, and that's the thing is what, mm. uh, what <laughs> con, where, what state were you in when you made those contracts? What was the goal? Um, mm. And the thing is, like realizing you again, you being what I call you, star child. I don't know if that's a real term, so maybe don't <laughs> Google it. It was just like a, it's yeah, like yeah, out yeah. there before sure. it's here. Um, 
But it's that thing of being very, what you need to do is out of respect to all the things you've created in this world. Right. Wrap, you know, there's a huge thing, I think, in um, honor. Yes. And so honor your commitments and also um, shift it. Unless you're like, whoa, this is way out of alignment. Sure. But you'd be completely actually fine if you probably moved away and ditched everything, to be honest. And yeah. that's the scary part. But I think that, that what you just said is actually mm. exactly what I've been feeling and not knowing how to access is what you're talking about honoring those commitments yeah. and having respect for what I've created. I think that's like the key piece. And yeah. um, and maybe it's also like a scarcity mindset where I'm like, if I step away from this, like what about when I have something to say or do like, then I won't, will I not have access to that mm. anymore? No, that I've be built fine up? again. It would, you know, it would work itself out. Yeah. But again, it's like that honor, you know, uh, honor has a really high frequency. Um, mm -hmm. Flakiness has a low frequency, you know, uh, so mm -hmm. just kind of knowing yeah. the codings of each and like thankfully in your podcast, again, I don't, I can't sit here and uh, define you guys, but it sounds like even in that she handles the honor of thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I love, you yes. know, where you can get it. You've luckily outsourced honor. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. where it's like those weird little like places where, you know, you either got, or if you're, you know, I can't remember if said a clothing line, you need to find somebody to finish that through, through you. Cause you're like, Oh, I was just like, wow. You know, on your Instagram, um, I would assume because it happens to most of us is like, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what actually matters to you and just start doing it. Right. And there's moments of like, <laughs> and I'm struggling with like, there's moments of it not being stupid. Right. Yeah. Like there's moments yeah. where I'm like, um, th this is what I'm grappling with the most of, and it's like the podcast clothing, like I have these, like, I, I think that's sort of clear. I think actually what I'm really having a hard time with is like my social media platforms. Cause like it's a tool to connect with the world. Yeah. It's, and I love that power, not as a power hungry way, but I'm like, I can make people think about things. Yeah. And I love having that opportunity, but right now I'm having a difficult time holding balance between not being able to stop myself from getting sucked into the stupid yeah and only wanting to do the meaningful but i can't feel i feel like i can't do the meaningful without getting sucked into the stupid at the same time mm, at this yeah. point in my life mm. well and that's uh, you know and even that mm. thing of like i was like okay so try to get abstract is like even probably in social media is like you know stop trying to look at it how it's been and be like okay how can i look at this differently yeah um and yeah i mean a lot of it's you know I think it's a really cool time that we have social media as free marketing. I mean, I'm old enough to remember back when I had to hire a marketing person, like, right. you know, 18 years ago in fashion industry, that was a whole salary yeah. to hit it where we had this at our fingertips. Um, but if you're not a marketing person, then you're screwed with social media. But if you have a little bit of that ability to, you know, express, put yourself out there, whoever needs to connect with you will find you um, at that point, then you need to really like, go into this place of like, okay, I've changed and constantly be in that. Like, you know, we do have a problem with, you know, at least Instagram right now is, it is slightly, I don't want to call it censored. I'm not being conspiracy theorist. Sure. No, yeah, um, yeah. You know, there is a certain game you have to play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But, you know, why not just, you know, be yourself in those places. And when you get your, hit of inspiration die back in and just do the stupidity like keep it flowing you know it doesn't have to be anything or move away to like the woods i mean you'd be fine there too mm -hmm. but you're in it you already made the commitments 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you See just said was so <laughs> interesting. Like the the idea of like the people who need to find you will find you. Yeah, I feel like it's such a powerful um, thought when it comes to Instagram stuff. Yeah, and not getting just like caught up in the minutia, and like yes, of course, there's like the monetary element to it, which then can like be a vice and like just a chokehold on you. But yeah. trusting that, like, if you are putting out what you need to put out, that like the right people will engage with it. And I think sometimes I know for myself, I've been step, I've been pretty distant on social media recently. But for a while, I was putting out what I thought I should, and I feel like the wrong people were finding it because I wasn't putting uh, out what I should be. And then all that negative energy was coming ooh, in my space yeah, because wow. I was not putting out the right like thing for myself. Yeah. And then the wrong people found it. And I always see it as, um, you know, think of yourself as a band. Mm -hmm. And I try to tell people this because, you know, I mean, I only have 18,000 people now, which is small, but I think big compared to... Huge. 18,000 yeah. people, you 18, know? 18,000 like, people's so crazy. So here's the thing is like back when I had 5,000 followers, I was a wildly successful business uh -huh. single-handedly. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is like, and people would be like, how do you do it? I'm like, I'm a fucking cool indie band. Uh -huh. You come to my small venue. Uh -huh. Like I'm not Justin Timberlake. So going into the idea of like that's the cool job. indie band, mm -hmm. like you see at the weird rant, they know, you know, does that make sense? Is yeah. if you keep mm -hmm. trying to, you know, I'm sure at some point, a lot of these big people, it always happens. Like they're like, this isn't me and I've lost myself and I've made yeah. all these, you know, of social course. contracts. You find the people like, yes, it does a bigger branch of people but like you're like i'm a cool indie band so therefore i do not budge from that and like i don't want to actually be that big until everybody that's like following me is fully on board and i will say like even with my small medium following everybody's on board does that make sense where it's yes. like yes like these people i you know i hopefully follow most of them back because i'm like dude we're in sync yeah but um you know and not you know just see it as like i want to be a small indie band how do they act they do not start wearing all matching denim outfits which would probably be sick yeah <laughs> um, you know to shows because it works on the monkey brain of going yes like that's cool you know and yes. then you collect in people that you're like i'm not even fully there mm -hmm. and the cool indie band goes missing for two years and then shows back up like hey what's up so take a month off anytime you want do whatever you want because mm. everybody else is a side character in your story yeah. So literally, like, get really clear on what you want that to be. And if you're like, I don't give a crap about that, I come and go as I please, then do so. Yeah, I've realized mm -hmm. that for me, a lot of my motivation for even sticking with things, like if I'm just thinking even of the idea of like quitting Instagram or like ending my clothing line or like any of that stuff, I actually like, my, it's so interesting that the first thing that pops in my head is not money, not followers the first thing is literally like oh but my my manager my management team has like done so much for me Aww. like mm. I feel like so you do care no I do <laughs> I do absolutely but only about the people I care about like the people I don't care about I really don't care about but um and, and it's not even actually that I don't care about the people it's that I don't I have no interest in their what they have to say to me yeah do you know what I mean yeah. like it's like no if if, if they were like 
needed my help or like needed something like absolutely yeah. like how can I be there for you but if you're trying to speak into my life or trying to tell me what you think I need to hear that's where I'm like I don't have like time or interest in that because it's yeah. irrelevant to like the you know the yeah. path I'm on whatever but like but that was just coming up of like man like I'm worried about disappointing people so my that have invested time my, in me you know energetic contracts we do them in relationships we do them in business we do them um I find it really I you know I'll say it in I guess a harsh way I find it really uh it's really let's call it disgusting that you would hold people hostage to places that you're not energetically aligned with, mm. you know, let them uh -huh. be free, let them panic and let them find, you know, it happens a lot in relationships where it's like, yeah. um, you know, whether it's a friendship or a lover, um, we're doing it out of genuine love for people, you know, and that's the thing where I do believe most people are loving humans. You know, there's sometimes I think where all the wires are screwed, but that is such a small population. We are all loving humans, but yet everyone's worried about proving it. And like the greatest love you can give, I'm sure you see it with your small kids, is I'm going to stop tying the shoes because, oh my God, if they're in college and I'm tying their shoes, like that's twisted of me, yeah. you know, and that mm. freedom of, you know, like one, not holding people hostage to your love, like that's super psycho when you start thinking about it, yeah. like no, like I love you, so I'm not going to let you, you know, find your greatest path. And you're crafting I'm this narrative. I'm going to let you have like my half path. Mm -hmm. And you're crafting this narrative of what they can or can't handle, which is like exactly. you projecting onto them what you think they're capable of. But or we all not. do it, and right. it's really weird. And no, then everyone's like leveraging these places. That's like, you know, hurt me. Let me go. So it's like I can find what you know I'm looking for, or I can know where you're at. So it is like it is. A fascinating thing when we go well I'm not going to do it for and you know and I, I have no room to talk you know we all have different sure. places in life where oh we're doing gosh. that and it's like why do we do this when we all know everything works out better mm -hmm. well and it's kind of fucked up of me to like say I, I think it's caring but it's kind of fucked up of me to like say to Jess in my head like well she can't handle that yeah. You know, or like she wouldn't be sure. able to she wouldn't be able to deal with that. It's like, yeah, I'm not giving her any credit as like a person to be able to to have totally have the capacity to handle disappointment. Right. Or like yeah. any of those things. Mm -hmm. Just using that as an example, like then I'm that's not really actually being caring. If I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm going to cushion it for this person because I think that they're like an emotional baby who can't yeah. handle the real world and our real interpersonal relationship not yeah. the narrative that i'm like pretending to play into i guess yeah and it's wild because again we all do it and it's just like what are we doing here yeah but when you're like i know myself so well that i can sit there you know and again like what i try to work on the sessions like this is you so well this is you know and sometimes it's uh sometimes we're the bad guy and someone doesn't yeah. want to be, so they keep running from being the bad guy, the bad guy. And it's like, it's a season of your life where you're bad. Like, you might say something else, but like, nope, that's who you're being. So own it. Um, you know, you might say, like, this is all I'm worth. And, um, you know, letting people have the permission to do that, to fall on their butts, to, you know, find their own paths. But there's there's just so many levels of it. But um, in session, it's like, again, just to get to know that place so well where you're like, I know it as well as like, I have an arm. So 
I only make decisions. That is my, you know, radar point where I only make decisions off that resting point and from anything else, um, it has to land there first. Therefore, because I have no idea what's going on in the world. The world is crazy, but I know that it's landing in that place where like this is true to self. This is true to like my existence Mm -hmm. and I could change my mind also next week again Mm -hmm. as long as I'm constantly checking in with that place. Mm -hmm. Mm. Jess, do you have any specific questions about your life? Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess for me right now, a lot of what you were saying about, um, about getting in my own way, in my own flow, has been such a a problem for me. Like, I think I confuse sometimes, like where I'm, I, 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 I get worried like, oh, am I getting in my own way? Or is this not the right path for me? Like, yeah. that's where I can kind of battle in my mind where I'm like, well, I'm not 100% sure if like maybe I'm getting in my own way because I'm saying, no, you should be doing this instead. Or am I just blocking something that's good because I'm trying to go into like my rational brain? Yeah. Well, because you have a strong rational brain. Yeah. Again, like you're going to have to bypass it constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, going into sacral. I mean, my recommendation for you would be to, as cheesy as it sounds, like get super into like womb energy dance or like sexual transmission, you know, getting super yeah. deep sacral, creative, like naked painting, whatever the heck you're into and get so deeply in love with that portion of self. Okay. Um. So it it's like a muscle that got worked so well, it can at least compete with rationality because it'd be crazy to say, no, just don't think like that. And no, that's not true because it's true for you. And um, you've built an existence on it. So Mm -hmm. what do we do? We don't try to, you know, remove something of ourselves. That's gonna be way harder. We build something up. You know, I guess it's if you're like doing squats and you're using all back, you know, maybe you need to build up your I don't know right, right. your thighs <laughs> totally um so just building up that other muscle so really practicing that other place over and over and getting really comfortable with her so she can at least you know play along with your you know beautiful rational brain that is you know calculating all things as well so um it would just be like a building up of another place does that make sense yeah no totally because I just I always feel like there's like a lot of self like war going on internally just because um, I feel just by by um, nature I'm all very emotion and all very feeling driven um, and by nurture it was all very rational and structured and logical so I feel like I'm constantly fighting with that to be like, okay, should I lean more into this instead of just, I guess, leaning into just naturally who I am? Yeah. And especially because you're a mother too, um, you know, someone who has such strong, like sacral energy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can think that we're totally nourishing it by motherhood, but then it's like a paranoia because you're like, oh, this isn't fully fulfilling me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like totally like this is where I should be because it is that same energy. But um you know, it's actually like kind of bypassing it and ignoring it. Yeah. Um, and so really going to this place of like, I guess, self energy outside of mother, outside of like that role. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like just it's like a, it's another muscle that's going to have to be built up for you because you were programmed from here, here, 
here. I mean, for however long until you really start getting into your own. I bet you chose your partner, though, out of, you know, certain reasons. I bet you chose, you know, so all these things, if you've now built your life upon something that uh, wasn't exactly your design. Mm -hmm. So with it, though, your husband seems lovely. Yeah, that's um, like my my one safe space. So <laughs> it's amazing you have the safety to step into this other version of you mm -hmm. and it's, you know, it's emo, it's feelings, it's, you know, it's very, you know, it needs things slow, it needs things gentle. Mm -hmm. You, you know, probably need to go live in a quiet place and, you know, it's like mm -hmm. um, honor this person and you'll be fine. Does that make sense? It's not mm -hmm. like you're lost. Okay. It's almost worse because you know. Ooh. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like that's maddening. I feel that. I feel like ang angry about it almost. Yeah. Oh, good. Anger's good too. That feeling of like, I know that I'm like, I get angry because I'm like, I know that I am like with my person. Like, I know that I feel like I'm ready to have another child again. Like, I know that I'm feeling good in this type of creative space but i'm not honoring those certain parts and i'm getting in my own way and it like yeah. makes me mad mm. you know and you know this might be too crazy of a practice but i'll give you a practice that i would ideally like you to get to is um you know if you think of the brain mm -hmm. um and that is you know your parents taught you probably in a beautiful way how to oh. be logical yeah they're trying the to protect me <laughs> exactly and they might be more logical brain people mm -hmm. so it actually fit their design mm -hmm. um it'd be like you know you being her mother and teaching her all your ways and you're like well i don't get it you know it's <laughs> yeah. just like or vice versa <laughs> right. like imagine you're her mommy mm -hmm. you know where it's like what you know so it's like we get what totally. we get totally um wow. <laughs> oh, Nietzsche must be like if we parented each other. That'd be strange. That is so interesting. Uh, what a true thought. And uh, you know, so see the brain as this. It's a. Uh, it's you know, it's and I don't want to say this in a rude way, but it's a, it's an animal. Our body's yeah. an animal. You know, so what makes us different than all other animals? Because we are this weird, unique creature here on Earth. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you could either say we're a soul, we have a higher conscious, like mm -hmm. um, we evolved into something more, but we had this other access point, so we're not fully working on this place, is um, really, um, have you ever seen like a horse being broken or you have to train a dog? Yeah. How it's this intense battle mm -hmm. of kind of, um, you know, you see like, you know, the energy between it of, you know, the human trying to train. Mm -hmm. um, I would really try to break your brain. Okay. Let your soul, like, do you feel comfortable enough to where you can start meditating and be like, okay, I feel my soul. I feel her. She's beautiful and emotional and she's dynamic and whimsical and like, ludi, like, la, 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 la. <laughs> like lovely um, and feels it all. And then this brain, um, you're probably beautiful, fluid, lovely soul is like, I don't break anything. You know, um, <laughs> I'll let this brain <laughs> just like manipulate me. It's yeah. fine. I'm okay. Yeah. I'll bend. Um, where she is giving the gift to this brain, you know, mm -hmm. that it's like, hey, I'm in control and I'm leading this. And, um, you know, to where it is, you're not going brain then into soul. You're going soul to brain. And it's an after effect. And, um, you know, really just like kind of trying to make that switch over that I would make that a big goal in your life. Okay. I want to get to the place either in deep meditation, 
breath where you're constantly keep meeting up with your brain in your soul body, in your emotion. And even when you're in a big emotional place, do you get like big emotions and then you're like there? Never. <laughs> okay, so when you're in your big emotions, yes, I get very big emotions. Um, I want you then to meet your brain and see what your brain's doing. Your brain probably just like full on, you probably like know how to shut the circuit off Yeah. to where it's not even working. Mm. Uh-huh. So in that like moment- Like I won't remember what happened. So in that, yeah, because yeah, your brain actually, like you've learned how to short circuit it. That's how badly you needed it. It's somewhere you learned as a coping mm. skill in childhood yeah. to just shut it off. So at that moment you say, hey, like in brain, like you can come out now. Like this is beautiful and this is amazing and I'm going to keep going and watch me, mm. watch me and let it, you know, again in the meditation, were you guys able to see your thoughts then see you were observing them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's two different things happening mm-hmm. and it's, it's psycho when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, coax out your brain and be like, you don't have to go into full shutdown mode because, you know, there was probably trauma when you were big emotions. Your parents were going, no, stop. Uh, so it's like a trauma response to be like, you can come out now and you like, watch me express, watch me wail, watch me cry, watch <sighs> me feel. And, you know, it'll be like, a, you'll feel like it, a little timid animal coming out and be like, oh, you know, and, uh, you know, just let it be safe. It's like a battered, most of our brains are battered dogs, you know, mm-hmm. whether we realize it or not, parents, weird TV from childhood, weird neighbors, whatever the hell happened to all of us they're all like battered dogs. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, And we live long enough to where, um, you know, a lot of animals have shorter lifespans uh, to where it's like, dude, we're like, we have to deal with this. So realizing you have to train. Yeah, we don't die at 18 (laughs) most of the time. Yeah. You have to train this animal to come back out and think of it as a little dog that you're going to be like, it's okay. And I'm going to show myself again, it's okay. I'm going to, and you have to retrain yourself because we were all trained by parents or again, like society teachers, all those places. So you get to now train your brain. And um, once you can get past that switch point, some people do it more naturally. You're more in a soul, soul flow. Um, mm-hmm. So whether we realize or not, we can like kind of navigate those things where your brain then comes back and you're like, oh, you're annoying me. You know, I don't want yeah. to do that. You know, yeah. so it's like, um, you're naturally there. Some of us though, naturally like work the opposite way. And so just making it start training your brain, like a little doggy, you okay. know, that you're like, come out, yeah. you know, and watch this. Yeah. It's beautiful. And it'll be like, okay. And I'm going to put in my two cents. Mm. And you're like, Hey, we can now put that emotion in that. And it, it's like going to get so mm. much more balanced. Mm. Oh, you know, and our really body's hits, the vehicle. Yeah. Our body is the aftermath of everything, you know, from the stomach issues to whatever we have going on. It's the, it just runs on intuition. It doesn't know what else to do, you know, and yeah. it just, so it's a response place. Mm-hmm. So whatever you have going on physically is a result of other stuff. Mm. Okay. In my opinion. I have, I have two more questions. Yeah. yeah. Any more questions? Oh yeah. No, the only other question that I had was about the, the finishing from the solar plex up. Mm. Uh, like what you were saying, um, it's the till 21 solar plex. I was curious oh, yeah. about. Plexus, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Solar plexus, yes. Um, so then it goes 21 oh, yeah. to 27. That's heart place. Um, that's, oh, it's funny because a lot of people get uh, into deep relationships during that time. Oh, okay. Um, and it's this place where um, it's, it's our heart center. So we either find purpose and love for the world, purpose and love for sometimes self, purpose and love for another person mm-hmm. um, and it's our empathy it's our emotions but usually we like to you know attach to different places in that um, and if you have a lot of 
trauma and stuff, a lot of times you pick a relationship that's not ideal or you pick one that fits a version of you that you don't probably even realize that you're going out of. And then from 27 to 35 is throat chakra. So that's when that time is developing. And um, so you, it's finding voice, it's finding truth. And now that doesn't mean you don't speak before 27 years old. What it means is like what you kind of program in that place um, has a longer lasting effect and affects the, you know, throat chakra affects um, autoimmune disease, um, immune system, thyroid. Um, so all those places, it's like, that's where down the road, you'll see the after effects. Okay. Um, and there's smaller even cycles every seven days we move through these, um, you know, and then you go into third eye, which is 35 to 42, which is, um, where people start really going, wait, this isn't working for me. This is like the, like, I didn't use my throat chakra to create my new life. Like oop, it's now cannot run from it. And then 42 to 56 is crown, which is rebirth again, where you go back into root. And hopefully at that point, you know, you've gone through your seasons and you can be fully yourself at that if wow, you've okay. perfectly done it. Yeah. And the chakras and all that, you know, is a bit abstract. Um, the best way I describe it is, you know, we are technically light or energy. Um, if you've ever seen a rainbow, it's like when it, you know, it bends after rain, it bends when it hits. Um, so that's just like the light glowing off our body, the different managers in it. So, um, but yeah, how old are you right now? I'm going to be 34 soon. Okay, cool. So you're in throat chakra. Yeah. Perfect yeah. <laughs> Perfect but I'm like at that cusp of like 35. I mean like, you know, yeah. A well, year. So, um, you know, it's like these, these years of, and again, like if you completely blow it, it's not a big deal. It's just um, reprogramming it. Sure. I turned 27 earlier this year and it's just actually interesting because I was telling like a friend of mine uh, earlier in the year, I was just like, yeah, I'm having like, I need to like, <laughs> it's really interesting you say that. I hadn't heard of that, but I was like, yeah, I need to like open my like throat chakra. Like there's, I'm getting like so many blockages, just even physical, just like neck, like neck stuff, like, and feeling so much like tension, just like in the, yeah. and then I was also like just earlier this year realizing a lot of damage I can do with my words like with my closest relationships like with my partner and stuff like that and being like oh like my like n my words are like my tools and I can use them I mean just like anybody it's like a biblical thing you know you can you can destroy or you can like build up with your yeah. words. But I just felt like I became hyper aware of that, especially like in my, in my relationship with my partner of just like, Oh, I, this, there's like, I need to make sure there's like a balance here and that yeah. I'm not, it's not tipping one direction or the other. And I, Cause I'll, it, I can feel it in my body. Like it's yeah. hurting me then. Um, yeah. So that's super interesting, but actually along those lines, like, I guess just, I had two questions for you. One about just something that was popping up as we were talking was like um, my place right now, I guess, with like my home, like even my physical home and like children and partner. And I guess like what you can intuit from that. And then I was also just curious if you had any like practices that I could do, which actually might not be what I need to do because I'm the type of person who's like, okay, what practice do I need to do to figure this out so I can get from point A to point B and like not be in the middle yeah. where I don't know yeah. things because I want to know things. So yeah. how do I get to the point where I know things? So Well, and you just left heart chakra, which you were creating all your contracts. You 
Yeah. Found, you know, okay, I found some love. I found some children. Mm. Um, career. Mm-hmm. Some career. I'm making these contracts. And now it's up to, you know, your voice to shift it and maneuver it, whether it has to be, you know, changed, shifted, evolved. Um, but, you know, for you, I guess, a practice with, I mean, patience, uh, but, you know, kind of sitting in it because that's the thing is um, you, uh, your energy is asked upon more abstract things. So that's the tricky part is there's not a playbook. Uh, I don't think you'd want a playbook. Um, I think it wouldn't satisfy you. So, you know, going to this place of like, whoa, let me see what comes in here. Let me see like what flows through. And like, you know, you all these topics you're talking about, like giving it to that November time mm to the like death time and seeing like everything, you know, constantly has to death and rebirth. Sure. Um, you know, we're all afraid of death. So we carry on skeletons of everything. Mm. Um, but really going to that place of like, okay, I'm really like gearing up for this big place. So sitting comfortably to really find, you know, to find what exactly it needs to look like before that like shift overcomes. Yeah, because I'm literally like, even when you were talking earlier, I was immediately zoning out and being like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going <laughs> to drop this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to start this instead. And then I'm going to go here and I'm going to tell Gray this. Like that's immediately where I'm going. I'm like, ah, I can't like turn off that part of myself. That's like, here's what's going to happen. And like, I'm not like a point for point planner. No, you're working on intuition though. You can like be like, Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm like in two years Where I'm you're be like, here. I'm like, I know what they need. Right. You know, so we all have our little like yeah. body like properties. Yeah, um, I always have like these little plans, you know, where I'm yeah. like, okay, like I'm gonna get pregnant again in, like a year and a half and then we're gonna do this and it's like but I don't but then like sometimes it just like happens like that. Like when I went on The Bachelor, I was been saying for years, like, well, I'm gonna go on The Bachelor and I'm gonna do really well and then I'm gonna have a career from that. And yeah. I think that's also what's hard for me now, too, is I'm like, well, I manifested all of this and then now I'm wanting to leave it all. And like, you know. rebirth. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I guess, oh, the home, like home and partner and children thing was just like, I was curious if you had anything to like intuit from that part of my um, life. Well, if you're speaking in a way that you do not like to your partner, he's probably doing something you do not like. Sure. He might not know Always. it. Um, so uh, I mean does he like when you speak to him that way no okay (laughs) like you might be into I don't know Um, he does not like that Um, but I'm assuming at some point you probably intuitively or in your best way you know said shifts and changes and he's not running like you where you're like not running away and I don't mean like that Um, he's not He's not functioning on a high frequency like you. So he literally probably has no idea what the F you're talking about. Mm -hmm. When you're like, did you not feel the intuitive Mm -hmm. wave two weeks ago when I did this? Mm -hmm. And like, that was a whole conversation itself. And there was probably no words or like, Mm -hmm. um, so you're expecting like a human (laughs) to Mm. function on like a galactic level. Mm. Mm. So you could change your partner, have somebody who's highly intuitive mm. and you, you maybe, um, you know, a lot of our kids are, you know, in our soul groups too. Maybe some of your kids, how many do you have? Two. Two. Um, you can work with them more intuitively where it's just like, you know, it flows. I know with my two kids, one of them, like we work intuitively. The other one is verbal communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of realizing like everyone's different. So he just might not be able to keep up. So you're actually annoyed. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that's true. But then I also have like this. uh, But you picked him, so be nice. I did. (laughs) I did. And that was also like. That was also like an intuitive contract. Like we got pregnant like three months after we started dating. But like that was definitely. You knew. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely like what was supposed to happen. But then. I don't know. There's a lot. I think it's hard because we're both like wrestling with so much right now. He also with in terms of the contract, just like life contracts thing. We're wrestling in the same ways with what we're doing right now. And we're both like feeling the pain of that. I would highly recommend both of you, if at all, go do something else and people you if whatever you did like i don't know what your fantasy is but like f it all i'm gonna go live mm-hmm. in a tree mm-hmm. um you know you probably find so inspiration you. on instagram again to be like i'm in a tree <laughs> yeah, totally. and you'd be like i like it on instagram again yeah. because i'm doing what i'm actually uh-huh. supposed to be doing yeah yeah so you guys are both probably running on an expired contract yeah and i think it's causing so it's so like i think we're taking that out on each other so much too where it's like we're both like eh. Like in our lives, in like our careers, in our day to day life. And then we're like wondering why things are hard. And it's because we're like, I feel like we're making so many Mm. parts of our life hard. Yeah. Where, you know, again, we like accountability. Where it's like, okay, what, you know, I would start making an exit plan. You guys are in, you guys are in prison together. Mm -hmm. Um, So. Who's they speaking to? Oh, I love an exit plan. Um, <laughs> about this, but someone's telling me something and it really resonated for me. So these aren't my words, but um, you know, when it was about someone like driving every day, commuting to work, um, you don't just pull across the road and quit your job. You start, um, you know, think of it as like in prison. Um, you know, the person driving to work, our commute, nine to five, mm-hmm. um, they're miserable. Their body's going to shit, like everything's misaligned. Um you don't just freak out. You start planning, just like in prison, your exit plan. You start watching the guards. You start to start watching your guys' patterns of like, okay, wait, financially. Um, you know, start talking to places that, okay, where's my safety net to be like, okay, I can talk to Jess about all these mm-hmm. things. Could we be doing the podcast mm-hmm. distance? Or could mm-hmm. we, you know, could we be doing that? You know, start coming up with your exit plan out of prison. And um, because if you guys are both feeling imprisoned, um, then it's like time to break free of it. Mm-hmm. And so with that though, it's like doing it in a way of, if you just start running for it, you might get caught and it's going to completely crumble. And a lot often when we need to exit things, it's like when we are in a, you know, romantic relationship too far, it crumbles big because mm-hmm. you know, the exits weren't, you know, so being like, let's fully accept we have created a prison. We didn't realize it. It's really cute. You know, it's posh. Yeah. <laughs> um, whoops. Um, but we want to escape it, you know, and to do it, just an unconscious, wait, it was conscious uncoupling. What is that like with Paltrow? Conscious yeah, yeah, uncoupling yeah. to this prison you made uh-huh. instead of a like hot mess disaster one. You know, what's so funny is I always have these dreams too. I almost have like these fantasies of like escape, like not just recently, like all for a long time, like. I always have these dr- elaborate dreams where I'm like in a handmaid's tale situation and I'm like in prison, but I'm always sort of delighted by this challenge of like, how can I sort of like charm the guard and like get on their yeah. side and then trick them? Like I always have had like these literal dreams, like dr- sleeping and dreaming where I'm like it's, you know, the mastermind behind like, you know, breaking out 
Um, so that might be a part of who your soul is. It loves a good like escape challenge. Yeah. You know, and then you'll live in a tree for however long mm-hmm. and you'll be like, how do I escape the tree to mm-hmm. go exactly back to where I was? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's your joy of escape building mm-hmm. and then like being free yeah. and just be like, Ooh, it's like, not that you're not grateful. It's not that all the things you have is are not wonderful. It's not that, you know, it's just realizing that's the game you want to play. And like, what are you doing here on earth? You're doing whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And if that lights you up, we're like, let's have the exit plan. Mm-hmm. Light it up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, there you have it, That folks. excites that. me. <laughs> and that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, that was like... I don't know if we've been talking for 10 minutes or two hours. Yeah, like, I don't even know. The perfect oh amount of goodness, time. The perfect amount of time. Yay. Thank you. I mean, I... You definitely spoke into some very, very, like, real parts yeah. that's for sure thank you yeah. so much you. Yeah, we're both so getting much. divorced how did you know, I know. <laughs> jk but nothing's breaking out yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much can thank you tell you. everyone how, how you people can find, you. find you and we can also do links in the um i guess instagram is where you can find everybody yeah. <laughs> uh my instagram do i need to say the actual handle i can if put you, want, you can i can put Jessica it in the notes Stone as well underscore co um and then i have my website you can find through there jessicastoneco.com um i am launching my patreon yes um in a couple weeks so people can have access to all my classes and everything hopefully at an affordable rate um instead of everything being so exclusive so i have that going on soon which is so special and then um but yeah instagram is usually like my home of chatting with people and um my tarot deck and book you can get on my website or revolve.com uh, um holds Amazing. it Amazing. cool it? yeah cool, so cool. that's cool. all my stuff well thank you yeah. so much thank so appreciated you, you can't wait to you. join the patreon all right broads well now we'll you know where to find soon. her and yes. yeah chat soon Broads, how much easier would your life be if you never had to drop what you were doing to run to the post office before it closed ever again? I think we can all agree the answer is a whole lot easier. So then do what Becca and I do and stop going to the post office altogether. Oh yeah, thanks to stamps.com, I don't have to wait in line at the post office anymore. I can use my computer, my printer to do anything I could do at the post office from my own home office. Even if that means my, it's just my kitchen table and my printer. You can print labels, compare shipping prices, schedule pickups, and track your packages all the way through to delivery. And when you use stamps.com, you'll even get access to savings you can't get at the post office, like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS shipping rates. Don't mail and ship the hard way. Sign up with stamps.com today. And by the way, if you use promo code chatty, you're going to get a four-week trial and free postage and a digital scale. I love my digital scales. Come in so handy for weighing my packages. Um, you don't have any long-term commitments or, commitments or contracts either with that trial. You just go to stamps.com. You click on the mic at the top of the homepage and enter code chatty, stamps.com.